Hallelujah. Amen. Today we're in Revelation chapter 13. This is like one of the most, most scary, scary chapters in the whole Bible. It's in there for a very good reason to help us to know what we're up against in this world. Spiritually, we have an enemy, the devil. He's described in Revelation as a dragon. He's a dragon that comes from the sea. And he has one desire. He would like to destroy God and have himself be God. But Jesus has conquered the devil. The Lamb of God has paid for the sins of the world and he's gone back to heaven. So now the devil is trying to figure out how can I destroy God? And all he can do is go after the people of God. So the day you became a Christian, you suddenly had an enemy who was putting a target on you. The devil has one goal that is to destroy your life. To kill you, to destroy you, to ruin you. He will do it any way he can. If he can destroy your marriage, he will destroy your marriage. If he can destroy your children's lives, he will do it to get at you. He will do anything he can to distract you and to get you off of the track of what you're supposed to be. Some of his strongest weapons are things like money, he wants you to be so focused on money that you forget about God. He wants you to be distracted from focusing on God himself to anything else. I want you to listen to this right here. The devil would rather you focus on doing something good and forget about God. That would be a victory for him. You know, because I, I work with refugees a lot, I run into people who are really out there trying to do good things in this world. They have no interest in God, but they feel like it's a good thing to help refugees. And so when they work with refugees, they start to feel good about themselves. And you know, it's kind of nice, but they miss the main point. The main point is to focus on God, to bring him worship, and to help the other peoples of the world focus on God. Amen? There's two big mistakes we can make about the devil here. 
huyu shetani. One is that he's just a myth that he doesn't exist. Ya kwanza ni kuzania kama shetani akuwake huko, ni hadisi tu. So that there's no concern we don't even think about the devil we're not aware that he's there. Jo pale utona tujali tena hata mambo yanafika tunasema iko shetani akuwake. And then the other big mistake that many Christians make about the devil is to give him too much attention. Kosa ingine kubwa ile wakristo wanafanya ni kumuangalia, kumpatia shetani attention ya mingi kuzania kama yeye ni wa nguvu sana. If we're thinking about the devil all the time, worried about all the demons all the time, then it puts us into fear and distraction. Kama kila wakati si akili yetu nipaka yeye shetani na mandemona inafanya tuwe na boga sana tumuogope. The best way to overcome the devil we learned about in chapter 12. Namna mzuri ya kumshinda shetani tulisoma sura ya 12. We defeat the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Tunamshinda shetani kupitia damu ya mwana kondoo na maneno ya ushuhuda wetu. And the word of that testimony is how great God is and how good God is and what he's done for us. Neno ya ushuda yetu ni namna gani Mungu ni mkubwa na yeye anatufanyizeni vikubwa. So that's what I want you to know about the beginning here about the devil. He's a big distraction. Ni ile nilipenda mjue kuhusu shetani kusema ni mwaribifu. So the devil he was in the sea so he he uh, couldn't defeat Jesus so he planned something else. Shetani gisa alikuwa mmaji akuweza kupata ushindi juu ya Yesu ni vile alipanga kitu kingine kile kufanya. He got a beast from the sea to go out into the land of the people. Alitafuta huyu mnyama kutoka mmaji ili ende akaribu maisha ya watu. And so the devil's mission now is to distract the people of God to get them to fall away from God. Kazi ya shetani sasa ni kuharibu watoto wa Mungu na kuwazuiza wasimwangalie Mungu. If the devil could just make you really rich and forget about God, he would be happy. Kama shetani anaweza kufanya uwe mtajiri na usabu kuhusu Mungu, atakuwa na furaha. You would be happy too for about 5 minutes. Wewe utakuwa na furaha lakini ni dakika tano tu. But then that money becomes such a distraction and it ruins your life. Na kisha ile franga itakusumbua sana na itaribu maisha yako. You know the lottery and all those things you go to 7-11 you buy those tickets and you hope you get mega millions. Mnajua hii michezo ya lottery baada wanataka kuuza mu 7-11 unaenda unakulula unapata franga mingi. Do you know the people who've won those things? They get so excited they win all these millions of dollars. It only takes them a few years and they're just as poor after as they were before. Because the money makes them crazy. And I know what you're thinking. Na mimi najua wewe unafikiri. You're thinking I just like to give it a try. Ah, mimi nasema unasema acha na mimi nipime kwa. If I could just have a mega millions, I would like to show Pastor Andy that he's wrong. Mnajua mimi nikipata franga mingi nitamuonesha Pastor Andy kusema asijue bitu. I don't think so. Sizanie vipi. I hope you get to try if you can. Napenda upime kama utaweza. But it's a distraction. Lakini nakuwa ni kulengamishwa. Just like everything else. Sasa vitu vingine vyote. There's only one thing we're supposed to focus on in this world. Kuko tu ni kitu kimoja tunapaswa kuangalia dunia humo. On Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. Yesu Kristo Bwana na mwokozi wetu. And to follow the mission he gives us in this life. Na kufata kazi yenye atupatia kufanya kwa Hallelujah. Amen. So this beast came out and began to cause the people to worship him. Huyo mnyama alitoka na anakuwa anasukuma watu kwa kuwa na maabudu. And I spoke about that last time so I'm not going to go into detail now. Then the dragon called forth another beast. 
Sasa huyu mnyoka anaita tena mnyama mwingine. Now this beast was a little different. Huyu mnyama anakuwa tofauti. It didn't look like a bear or a tiger or a lion. Asionekane kama simba wala chui. It looked like what? A lamb. Now why do you think the devil would like to look like a lamb? Why do you think? To look like Jesus. If he can deceive people, he will try to get the attention of people to think he's like Jesus and worship him. But this lamb we put some teeth in there to make him look kind of scary, right? You never saw a lamb looking like that. <laughs> Because this lamb, he looks like a lamb but he's got the heart of a beast. The devil is not original. He only imitates something else. So the devil tries to imitate Jesus to try to deceive people. The devil will try to look like he's good, like an angel of light in order to distract you to pay attention to him. So this third beast, he did all kinds of miracles and stuff. In order to distract the people and have them focus on him. And the whole point is to get attention off of God. So when we meet with the youth group we tell them this kind of thing all the time. Because what does a youth want more than anything do you think? They want a girlfriend or a boyfriend, right? And that's a big distraction. Because They want to have somebody who loves them and somebody that they can be with and and uh, have that be the focus of their life. And then they get into all kinds of trouble and it just turns their life off into a different way. So we tell the kids, "Hey, listen. Don't get a boyfriend or girlfriend. Just focus on what God wants you to do through your life. But the kids don't always listen to us, do they? You were all kids one time. And you know what it's like to be distracted by that. So I'm asking you church, got to pray for our youth. Pray for our young boys and girls. That they don't get distracted and miss out on what God wants them to do. You know, I like to bring those kids in front of you so you can see like response in Jean today that she can pray for them. You know they're good they're good kids. 
But there's lots of distraction. And they've got to be able to make it through this world. Hallelujah. You know, I remember when Bikram was about this high. You see Bikram back there? I will never forget when he first came from Nepal as a refugee boy. He was probably about eight years old, right? And he was standing right here. And we were having a prayer time. And just like we like to do, we have all the people praying together. And Bikram was right here just praying like a warrior. That really inspired me. So I, whenever I see him, I try to remind him of that passion he had as an eight-year-old boy. So I have great faith in what God's going to do in your life. I took him up to this uh, statue of Jesus up in, up in uh, the mountains over here. I like to do that with different people. I think I'd like to take your father up there. Yes, he'll be happy. Yeah. I just took Bahati and his wife up there a little while ago. And what we do from up there, we go up to this high place and we just look out over all of Denver. And we just pray for Denver. The devil tries to take Denver, but it belongs to God. And this beast is trying to deceive all the people of death. We are not of those who are going to be deceived. Amen? This might look like the lamb, but he doesn't sound like the lamb. His voice and his heart is the voice of a beast. Now, as I was, uh, I ran out of time last week, and I just wanted to finish up the end of chapter what is it? 13. Uh, is it 12? 13. Okay. End of 13. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this chapter, he says, he's, he's giving the idea of the, the number of the beast. Now, have you ever heard this before? What's the number of the beast? It's, it's on this slide here, right? Six, six, six. Sita, sita, sita. <laughs> Her name is Sita, you know? But that's the number six in, in, the, in the language. <laughs> Oh, she's, she's only one, Sita. Yeah, one Sita. But here we are, we are talking about Sita, <laughs> Sita, 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 Sita. That's the number of the beast. <laughs> so this number of the beast is the number of a man, it says. He says, this is man's number. 
And so for 2000 years people have been trying to figure out who is this talking about. Sasa miaka that maybe this number is a clue as to who the Antichrist is. And over the centuries, they find somebody who's the Antichrist. Maybe it was Hitler. Maybe it was um president the president trump <laughs> there's all kinds of things people will say who the antichrist is and they'll try and figure out how his name means 666 but here's the message i want you to get right now the, the number is the number of man if we worship man instead of God, that's like putting the mark of the beast upon us. Anything that takes glory away from our Father in heaven, is a distraction that Satan wants us to follow. Now, you know, on television these days, they, they have all these uh, contests, right? And I've watched that sometimes, and it's kind of fun to watch where some great singer will get up there and they'll sing a song. What's that, what's that called? American Idol? Americans got talent? Yeah. There's lots of them, right? And then there are judges who pick the best one. I know people who tried to audition to get onto that thing. And it becomes the total focus of their life. And why is that? Because they want to become famous. And in fact, the name American Idol What does an idol want? Worship. People who want to be famous musicians, they just want to get worship for themselves. Pastor Fis you know about that, right? Yeah, Pastor Fisunajokusui. Yes. Did you ever run into people in the music business who just wanted more fame and more attention? So many of them. Yeah. You know, in my dreams, I was a great musician. <laughs> but the only worshiper I had was myself. I would just dream about me becoming a great musician. My brother and I would talk about how we were going to start a rock band. At one time, at what time my brother had hair that went down this far down his back. 
and he he looked like a real rock star. He would jump off the bed and his hair would fly down. Like he's jumping off of the stage, you know, But neither of us made it very big in music. Because I think God had a different plan for us. Just to worship him and to serve the church to serve the people of God the number of man is 666 and that's the heart of the beast but the number of Jesus is different you know there's like this uh study of numbers and each number represents a different thing in Hebrew. And there is a number after six, seven. The number seven is the number of perfection. The number of completion so when I first heard that I thought oh that must be the number of Jesus but then I learned no the number of Jesus is the number 8 the number 8 is the number of new beginnings does anybody need a new beginning today? I think we do. I know I do. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, we've been a church for 10 years. And I just feel like it's time for a new beginning for our church. There is more land to be conquered. There are more people to reach for Jesus. There are more miracles God wants to do through our church. Let's get excited, church. Let's get ready for what God wants to do. It's like the number eight for us. Hallelujah. At the end, this chapter 13 ends with this thing of the beast. But I don't want to stop the sermon there because we have a new chapter. Chapter 14. Now in the original text of the Bible, there were no chapters and verses. It just was one flow of text. So as you're reading the Bible, you finish reading about the beast and you go, oh, this is really scary. Right after that, we go to the next slide. 
which is chapter 14 na ni mustari ya kumi na ine, that eh, says this. Kumi na ine. Then I looked and there was the lamb na na standing on Mount Zion pale ya Siona, and with him were the 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. You know, it isn't only the beast that tattoos the number on your face. You know, we learned last week that the beast required you to have the number 666 tattooed on your head or on your wrist in order to be able to buy and sell things. But that was not the first time we saw that. God puts a mark on you. And his mark on you means you belong to him. When you belong to him, you are safe, you are secure. Your eternal destiny is planned for by God. He's already put his mark on you. You cannot, you cannot be distracted with the mark of the beast. You're not going to miss what God wants for you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's good news. We need to know that. We need to encourage one another with that. Every time you realize you've been terrorized by something, if something really freaks you out, remember that God's news is on the way. Have you ever had a terrifying night? I've had that before. Where I was so terrified at night because of something that was going on in my body. It was very dark and very dark and I was so scared. And I had constant uh, nightmares, visions of horrible things happening. And it was just seemed like the night would never end. But I'm just so happy when the sun began to rise. Because it took away the fear. The sun is rising. When you're in a dark place in your life, in your marriage, in your world, remember the sun is always rising. God is on the way. You just hold on. I need some help from the worship team now. Because the point of this message is that we don't stay in the darkness. The beast will have an end. But our God will never end. He will go on forever and ever. And ever. And forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
the worship will go on forever and so as part of this message today I just want us to sing this song the devil might be very scary but who's the winner who's the winner Jesus I can't hear you church. who's the winner Would you all stand please let's stand and, and I want the worship team to lead us in this song Jesus is the winner he is victorious he's going to bring us through if you feel depressed I want you to be encouraged that Jesus will bring us through he knows about your life he knows about your money he knows about your car he knows about your relationships he knows if you're unhappy but he is the winner hallelujah church God bless you Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up the light of his face upon you. And give you peace in Jesus name. Peace in Jesus name. Let's love one another. Let's remember to pray for one another. God bless you church. Amen.